Hey, this is Dexter Hackley, and welcome to episode one of Would You Survive? I have my guest, Justin Tovar. I am, in fact, Justin Tovar! Also, hi. 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 I should have known. Yeah. I knew all this time, but I didn't want to say anything. Yeah, except the part where you did. Well, yeah, there's that. Yeah. Uh, welcome to episode one of Would You Survive? This is a bit of a choose-your-own-adventure quiz show for horror movies. I choose the adventures of you, Sador. I'm going to a different podcast now. I'll be back. No! <laughs> we need you here. Oh, fine. I'm so lonely. Anyway, the ba- the way this podcast is going to work is essentially we're going to take a horror movie plot and ask questions to our guest and see if he thinks he can survive the situation. Today's movie that we're going to be going over is Hellraiser. Now, as a very quick but not spoiling synopsis, Hellraiser is about a bunch of torture, gimp suit-wearing enthusiasts uh, who have a bit of a lack of sun issue, uh, being very enthusiastic about teaching you about very new things that they think you should experience. So it's basically like the evil version of the Church of Mormon. It's the Church of Mormon. Um, We are explorers in the further regions of experience. Demons to some, angels to others. Yeah, pretty much that. Also, I am not wearing any pants under this strange suit. You know, quite frankly, that is the second thing I wonder about Pinhead. First being, does it chafe? Um, No, no. Probably a lot of baby powder made out of babies. Yeah, actual babies. (laughs) Hey, that's how you get the fine stuff. You can't settle for that toddler shit. No, no, no. You're going to have actual babies. That being said, uh, we're going to go ahead and go... Go ahead. Go ahead into question number one. Justin? Yes. Do you feel you're ready for this? Yes, I'm always ready. I, I have nothing to do. Oh, wait, I'm not... No, now I am ready. I have, in fact, removed my socks. Let's go. Okay, so... First scenario. You have experienced every form of nasty interaction known to man. You have fucked, sucked, clusterfucked, bumfucked, titfucked, and every other form of fucked that a normal person can imagine. And more than a few a not normal person would think of. So, like normal. Exactly. In fact, at this point, the internet is boring to you now. Mm, So like Wednesday. Got it. Essentially, yes. As such, you go on a trip to another country in search of something to make you feel again. You find a puzzle box. Now, opening this box may take you to new places you've never been before, but the whole thing has a creepy, oh, you'll find out, feel to it. And quite frankly, I mean, it's like there's a trap here, but it's just a puzzle box. I mean, what could go wrong? So, question number one. Do you open the box? See, now, that's the important question there, Bob, because... If you're saying as the character, Steve, then I'm going to have to say yes, because that character is, in fact, more dead inside than I am, Frank. Actually, his name is Frank. But that being said, you can sometimes put some input. If you think the character would act differently and you can defend it, that's fine. But otherwise, it's a very shiny box. 
it's very pretty. Well, I mean, you didn't say it was shiny. If it's shiny, that shit's going right in my pants. Um, yeah, I'd probably open it anyway, because I am that kind of asshole yep. who'd be like, Mmm, trap, let's have some fun. It's a trap. Also, I hate to ruin the movie. <laughs> uh, well, no, that's okay if you ruin the movie. Quite frankly, the whole point of this is to kind of, sort of, maybe save a few characters. But you have chosen to open the box. As a choose-your-own-adventure, the result is you probably shouldn't have done that. You do run into the Cenobites, who do have a bit of enthusiasm for talking about torture and pleasure and how they're the same thing if you go far enough on either end. You know, like politics. Uh, you, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. You end up getting dragged to hell, chains put in every single place you could possibly think of, and a few you really wish you hadn't have thought of, but you did, and now they're there now. So... Mm. You are technically at this point alive, but you kind of regret it a little bit. So like a Saturday. Mm. Yeah, kind of like that hangover after the party, except the hangover involves a lot less chips and dips and more chains and whips. Mm. So Sunday, maybe. All right. Yeah, yeah, a little more like a Sunday. (laughs) So. I have a very strange Sundays. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Welcome to Tortures Are Us. (laughs) Uh, so, uh, having not quite survived round one, do you feel you're ready for round two? Well, I mean, I don't have a whole lot of other choice. I'm just, uh, hanging around. Okay. Good news is you're a new character now. Uh, <laughs> I know. You are a woman, although you can answer this question as if you're a man. So feel free to gender swap everything around until you feel comfortable. Uh, mm. yes. Mm. So the uh, the sudden appearance of breast disease is uh, normal, right? That's just part of the game. I mean, that's what they tell me. But Beatrice and Bertha here are, they're not normal. They're abnormal in the fact that they're amazing. Oh, uh, Beatrice and Bertha are doing my man boobs, so. Uh, oh, okay. I feel you should know that. That's important. It is important to the podcast. It is. It's very important. People need to know. Uh, that being Tomorrow's said, episode is sponsored by Beatrice and or Bertha, I'm sure. Oh, they work together, huh? They'll they'll never oh, yes. work apart. They're well, they're life mates. Depends on how hard they are lifted and separated. Anyway, <laughs> quite quite frankly, they can't live without each other. Which is actually, I think, if I ever do uh, go through major weight loss, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a real moment where we're gonna have to have a talk with the girls, and it's gonna be a sad moment. I mean, they've been with me for just too long but we should probably get back to the podcast yes back to the podcast okay round two yes by the way let me get through the round before interrupting okay you can say something now but i'm not interrupting you dick okay uh you are in a loveless marriage with a man that treats you right but you want to be treated bad his brother knew what you wanted He made you feel right in all the wrong places. Every time you think of him, you are transported to that... That one magical night. Wait, what was I saying? Right. Well, your husband bleeds in a new room in your house, and... Well, his brother shows up as a mucus-covered zombie. And, good news, he's willing to take you back. You just gotta kill a few people so he can get his energy back. That being said, you have three options. One... You can help him by luring strangers to the house, killing them, and feeding them to him. Two, you can turn him into the police. Three, take a shovel to his dead ass. 
Uh, now, when you say turn him into the police, do you mean dress him up like a police officer? Because that would be way more fun. You are lacking the proper clothing, and quite frankly, this is a bit more of a, you need to make the decision in, like, the next hour or so. You don't have time to go grab a uniform. Plus, you know, I mean, you know, emotional damage, that kind of thing. I mean, I mean, Justin, it's Frank. Wait, I'm playing myself now? Oh, shit. Well, I mean, you could be Justina if you want. No, I mean, wasn't Frank the last guy? Well, yes, and now you are not Frank. You are the person who Frank once made sweet, passionate love to the night before the wedding of his brother. Because, oh, yeah, Frank's not a great guy. No. He's, I mean, you know, I mean, he is yeah. Frank, though. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. that's a that's a hard one. Because honestly, personally, I'm gonna go shovel. I'm just gonna beat the snot out of this. Uh, just because, uh, how dare you right. walk the fuck away from me? Hey, you know what? I like your enthusiasm. We're going to go ahead and take that answer, and I have good news for you. You take a shovels to his dead ass, and eventually your husband comes up and wonders what's going on, but he f- sees that you're somehow getting rid of what he assumes is several dead-skinned raccoons and doesn't really ask more questions than that because he just assumes it's your time of the month. Uh, that being said, you bury him in the backyard. Eventually, his remains kind of become a smoldering issue in the backyard, and you see some leather-cat gentlemen picking up the remains and wandering off. But hey, good news. You survived. Yay! Now, I should tell you the other two options had a... Uh, Less positive results. Uh, Actually, you might think turning him into police would be a good option. But here's the thing. It's a horror movie, so they wouldn't believe you. They'd go to the house. They'd see the corpse. They'd think, oh, you killed a man. Arrest you. But while arresting you, once the handcuffs are on, they'll both end up being taken out by him. And now you're in a locked room with him, and he's really mad. Maybe you can make it out of that room, but I highly doubt it. Mm. Yeah, and third option, well, the other option is kind of what leads to the other parts of the movie, because, I mean, it's Frank. But that being said, we'll go on to round three. You are now the daughter of the person that you were playing as in round two. And you don't really like your stepmom, but dad loves her, Mm. so, you know, you get along with her. I mean, you know, she could be a little more friendly and a little less bitchy, but hey, is what it is. You see when you go by the house one day that she's luring men into the house, and you think, oh, that slut. Uh, But don't worry, she's not cheating on your dad yet. She's just luring transient strangers into the attic so she can kill him for, you guessed it, your uncle to feed upon. And hey, guess what? During this family reunion, you find out uncle's got a bit of a, well, let's just say he's not anti-incest. You do escape the house, though, without being touched by Uncle, and you actually end up getting a puzzle box that he found really important, really didn't want you to have it. Uh, You end up in a hospital because you've had emotional issues after this experience, and quite frankly, you need a moment to recover. All you know up to this point is you have been proven that fleshless zombies are probably a real thing, and they really like this puzzle box. With this knowledge alone, do you try and open the puzzle box... Or leave it the hell alone. Hmm. Based on this knowledge alone, unfortunately, logically, one must understand what is in the box that makes the zombies want it so bad to get rid of the zombies 
because maybe what's in the box is something zombies hate so much they're like, we must destroy this thing. So obviously you open it, which I'm pretty sure is going to fuck all of reality, but I mean, it's a box. Yeah, I mean, if Seven taught us anything, you need to know what's in that box. <laughs> um, now, it was actually the correct answer, and here is why. You opening the box does lead the Cenobites to your location, and you are able to be smart enough to make a deal about getting your uncle caught instead of you. So, actually, you're making out of this situation alive, although now you have to go do something a little more dangerous. Uh, that being said, the other option, you might have lived, but there is a small chance that your stepmom would sneak into the hospital and try and kill you. And even if she doesn't, well, I mean... Let's say she goes back and you end up finding out that she died in a murder-suicide thing with Frank, except, are you sure it's Frank? So, you know, both scenarios yeah. you may have lived, but one of them leads to more of a finale, and the other one leads to more of a, you're going to keep your lights on and watch behind your back for the next few years. That being said, sir, are you ready for the last round? I am always ready, for I am Justin... He who is always ready. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> on to the last round. Uh, on this last round, now clear your head. Now you get to play as you. Uh, so you can kind of put your own home scenario in this if you need to a little bit, but clear your head a little bit. We're going to pretend it's actually you. That means your physical body, your physical capabilities, and your mental capabilities. Um, you're now in this house, uh, your pedo uncle has been torn apart by a bunch of chains because the Cenobites arrived and, uh, well, they didn't like him just hanging around for some reason. They decided he needed to go, uh, urgently. Yeah. Uh, he does go out with an epic line, and Jesus wept, and then he, you know, dies. Also, your stepmother is dead as well. He stabs her and... She ends up summoning, summoning the Cenobites, which is kind of why you're in the situation you're in now. And you're pretty right. damn sure your dad's dead, too. So basically it's, uh, well, you're going to have a few funerals to attend later on. But that being said, you're now in this house full of several Cenobites coming after you. You have the puzzle box, which you need to solve to be able to, you know, survive this situation. Uh, however, each room you go to, you're going to end up running into another Cenobite, a jump scare, and it's going to be kind of a stressful situation, we'll say. You know, call service mm -hmm. levels, except they can actually, you know, touch and attack you a little bit. Uh, and you have a useless boyfriend who doesn't show up in the movie, uh, after this one. So, quite frankly, we're going to call him Cannon Fodder. Uh, with these mm. tools on you, could be a useless girlfriend, by the way. By the what, what, mm, whatever mm, suits you here. I mean, you like them, but again, not showing up in movie two, so cannon fodder that shit away. Um, with these tools on you, do you make it out of this house? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And of course, we're we're assuming it's me. It's you, not just okay. Then in that case, not only do I make it out, but I'm more than likely going to make it out with boyfriend or girlfriend. Okay. Afterwards, they are done. They are gone. Because honestly, if you're that useless in a situation like this, what have I been talking to you about for the last five years? Really? Anyway. It's true. They could uh, they could definitely work a little harder to make this relationship slash uh, survival situation work. I mean, they are not putting their effort into it. So that's absolutely fair. Code breaking and puzzles and all that crap are a personal hobby. 
which, uh, if you listen to my other show, is a trait shown, uh, shared by one of the other characters. Um, so that's not going to be a problem. I'll probably end up doing that while, let's be honest, walking. Um, I don't have a problem with horror movies, terror and all that crap, if only because I follow the original five rules. Uh, you know, the first one, of course, being don't get caught fucking in the forest at night because then you'll die. I mean, this is fair, and that's part of the why the boyfriend-slash-girlfriend issue might be more of a danger than a help here, if we're being honest. I mean, the woods are only so yeah. far away. Yeah. And, of course, you know, you, you do get a little horny after going through shit like this. But, honestly, I've been through a lot of shit. Probably not quite this intense, but, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, nothing really bothers me anymore. Uh, like, if they stole my computer, I'd be way more upset than if they were just like, hey, man, look at these whips and chains. We're going to kill you. Okay, bro. But, I mean, like, get in line. There's a lot of other people waiting. Well, you said that. It makes me sad for you. But the good news is I do have a puzzle box I think you'd really like, but we'll get back to you on that. Uh, that, okay. that being said, I think you've made your point, And I'm willing to say that you, Justin, have survived. Yay. We'll insert a little applause here. Uh, but that, <laughs> by the way, just for what it's worth, uh, me in the situation, I'm probably making it out. I can't promise the person I'm with is making it out because, quite, quite frankly, uh, cannon fodder is cannon fodder. Mm. But, I mean, I do like puzzles, and quite frankly, it just sounds like a more stressful day at a call center, if I'm being honest. Yeah. I mean, you know, at least less financial issues, more spiritual issues, and quite frankly, they're the same if you listen to someone long enough but that being said i feel you have done a good job surviving this last scenario so i can clearly say that you justin are a survivor ha <laughs> ha yes that being said we're gonna take a brief break we'll be right back with justin to do our little wrap up but hey thanks for listening looking for something a little different Tired of your regular podcast not fulfilling that urge for adventure? Well, maybe it's time for something different. Check out the group of rather unusual blokes. It's the adventures of the group of rather unusual blokes. Professor Wiz Banger, steampunk inventor. I say, onward! The enigmatic host, a man from a post-apocalyptic wasteland. The group of rather unusual blokes is a sci-fi steampunk adventure. Taking you across the multiverse in an effort to save all creation from, from, uh, well, you'll just have to figure that out for yourself. The Void stares back. And Captain Alexander Cross, smuggler, rogue, and wanted man. Hey, 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 you forgot dashing and brilliant. Aboard the starship, chances taken. They search the stars for adventure. They are the group of rather unusual blokes. Available on any podcasting device you prefer. iTunes, Spotify, and many more. Check them out at tgrubs.buzzsprout.com. 
Welcome back to the show. Uh, thank you for listening through our lovely commercials. We're going to open this up to screaming at the screen. Uh, you now oh. have the opportunity to do something that everyone wants to do in a horror movie, but sometimes you shouldn't, but you really wish you could. Uh, you get yeah. to have your moment to scream at the screen what the character should do. Uh, that means basically you can pick any character in there and give them some life advice. You don't necessarily have to scream because that might hurt some people's ears. But oh yeah, yeah. Let's say let's say you have the moment to talk to one of the characters. You know that just moment of being able to give them the advice they need to not fuck this up. Oh, that's fine. All right. But that being said, you now have the microphone. The character is listening. Mm-hmm. First off, which character do you want to talk to? We're going to talk to Frank. Okay. All right. So Frank is now listening to you with all ears, or at least what's left of them. Actually, uh, second question should be, at what point in the movie are you talking to Frank? Before he leaves. Talking before he goes and buys yeah, the box? goes abroad and, yeah. Okay. It seems a good place to, to try and grab him. Uh, all right. Well, the moment is yours. Frank. Frank. Come here, Frank. Come here. Listen, buddy. Look, I know. Right now, everything seems just beyond fuckered. Uh huh. Yeah. But I've got this Rubik's cube. Really? Yeah. Does it have the shiny colors? And, oh god, yeah. It's it's a holographic, one of a kind, uh, rare as fuck I... Rubik's cube. And I'm j- we're just gonna ram it so far up your ass. Oh god, yes. Yeah, it's gonna work out real quick for you. And then I'm gonna introduce you to my fucked up aunt. Trust me. Oh, yeah. This is going to work out. <laughs> and and then you don't have a Hellraiser movie anymore. <laughs> or you have Hellraiser, my aunt edition. <laughs> Whichever. I'm sure it'll work out fine. I mean, he's good with the... Yeah, probably. He's good with the ladies until he's done with them. Uh, all right, well... Well, you know, I mean, if, if my aunt's anything to go by, he's not going to make it to the sequel, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, yeah, but do you really want to deal with Cenobite, your aunt? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> You've got it the wrong way around. He won't even get to solve the puzzle box. Just trust me on this one. Ooh, sounds like a fun time. Yeah, she likes to bite their heads off. Literally. Yeah, but I'm just now imagining her, you know, like, picking up the box afterwards and be like, Justin, I love the box you got me. I've almost got it solved. She lives in another state. It's not my problem. <laughs> There you go. All right. Uh, I'm going to take my own moment to uh, address a character. I'm going to be talking to Christy for a moment, and it's going to be uh, in the moment where uh, Frank first shows up. Uh, <clears throat> here we go. Uh, hey, uh, Christy. Hey, how you doing? So I know you Hi don't. There. Uh, hey. Hey. Hey, girl. How you doing? Hi. I am so lonely. Yeah, well. In my loveless marriage. No, no. Chris. 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 <laughs> Christy's the, sorry, the just... girl, not the, uh... Oh, the other... Oh, the girl. I am yeah. sorry. I thought it was the... Uh, but that being yeah. said, so... Hey! Yeah, I said a little... <laughs> hey, Christy! <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, Christy. I don't know how to do <laughs> crying 17-year-old. <laughs> Christy, Christy, it's okay. Take deep breaths. <laughs> deep breaths. <laughs> deep breaths. Okay. <laughs> so you know how you don't like your stepmom? <laughs> so... I've got a solution for you, and... What? Yeah. Okay, so here's what you do. 
Uh, right now, your stepmom's up in the uh, attic talking to someone. She's probably crazy. Uh, do yourself a favor. Go ahead and put a lock on that door. Uh, grab your dad. Go on a little vacation. You know, two, three days. You don't have to be gone for long. Um, when you get back, well, if you have life insurance on her, things are going to get a lot better. There might be a bit of a mess to clean up, but hey, don't worry about it. A little bit of soap makes it all go away. Uh, quite frankly, I think this will improve your life. And if you see a puzzle box when you get back, uh, toss that shit out or mail it to the White House. Wait, who am I kidding? He wouldn't solve that thing. Anyway, that's my life advice for you, girl. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go look up MetLife quotes. <laughs> Ooh, that's actually a good plan. Wait, no, Christy! Do Geico. <laughs> oh, Look, I'm just saying. So I, hear, I hear you're having a problem getting life insurance for your undead friends. No problem. I got a bag of crisps and I've got nothing but time. Anyway, it's like the worst gecko ever. Oh. Mine, not him. No, he's fun. No, I love the Geico Gecko voice, but uh, actually now I'm just imagining, you know, Pinhead walking in with that level of just like, hello there. Like, oh, well, I mean, whatever you're selling, you scary, but I mean, I, I have to trust that voice. Pain and suffering? I mean, wow. I mean I'm mean, i game. Hello, I, hello. Uh, look, I, I'm just here. Uh, I've got this puzzle box. Uh, I've gone and sold it for you already. Uh, here you go. And uh, I, I'm just going to need you uh, to rip off your skin. That, that's it. Just, just rip it right Just off. a little bit no or problem. like the whole thing? No, no. Just the, the whole thing. Just uh, grab it uh, up up by the t- – yeah, uh, right uh-huh, up there, right? by the top. Can and I then, get a sharp just... object or something or – No, no, no. You'll, you'll do fine. You'll do fine. Just, you, just, you just, yank, fingernails, just yank right? here. Yeah, Ow. just pull. pull. Yeah. It's, it's no, it's fine. You're good. No, you're doing a great job. Really? It's a great job. Okay. You're fine. So just keep – Go for it. Yeah, just all the way down. All the way down. <laughs> it's going to be a bit odd when you get to the scrope. Don't worry. I mean, that seems like the easiest part. Like, there's a little line right there. You just pull all the way across there. Oh, yeah, but the glue. The glue, man. Don't don't even... Just, just, you're good. Just go. Just go. All you're right. Good. All right, let me get started. Uh, so, anyway, while we have uh, <laughs> those two working that out, uh, I appreciate everyone who's listened to episode one. Uh, episode two shall be coming out soon. Uh, I'm thinking Puppet Master. Oh, yes. he was fun. Oh, yes. That movie is one of the worst, best, worst movies ever. It, it's, uh, oh. oh, I am looking forward to it. Sci-Fi Channel, late 90s. It was their go-to every weekend. Oh, yeah. Puppet Master Weekend on Sci-Fi. I'm just saying, what goes with a bunch of weirdly possessed puppets that move around? Psychics, of course. It's like bacon and eggs, man. All right. Thank you for listening to Would You Survive? Uh, If you have some future suggestions on uh, movies we could do or how you would react in certain scenarios, please do write me at wouldyousurvivepodcast at gmail.com. I am very open to ideas, suggestions, uh, scenarios you have. Hey, give me how you would react. I will read it in a future episode. And uh, please do wait for episode two. And besides that, uh, Justin, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, you know, if you're interested in science fiction, steampunk podcasts about going across the multiverse, you're going to want to check out the group of rather unusual blokes at tgrub.buzzsprout.com. I'll see you there. <laughs> I can vouch for it. I do get to play a lovely character on that. A uh... Dexter's fucking good at it. He's he's amazing. I play Ow. a gay space pirate. <laughs> Are there any other kinds? I mean, <laughs> I 
I'm going to have to think on that one. While I think on mm -hmm. it, thank you for listening and have a great day. Also, bye now. Do you try to survive? <laughs> bye. <laughs>